eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My people listening to the Kick Rocks podcast at your home on the radio, Evan T. Mac here. No beats, no clever hooks or anything like that. I had the honor and the privilege to talk to Coach Danny Cage, the coach of the Monster Factory in New Jersey. They got this dope documentary dropping on Apple TV Plus called the Monster Factory. Guys, you get an in-depth look at all things wrestling at the Monster Factory. And I had the privilege to talk to him. Me and my wife sat down with him, and it's a really good interview, guys. So um, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Coach Danny Cage of the Monster Factory, sir. So can you tell people what, that are listening to the sound of my voice, what is the Monster Factory? Can you talk about this wonderful world that I just walked into this afternoon, sir? It is uh, one of the first, if not the first, uh, pr- publicly available wrestling schools out there. Uh, most wrestling schools back in the day, there was no wrestling schools. It was you found a guy, you got broke in. Uh, if you were lucky, you would travel on the road with them, carry their bags. They'd let you get in there, set up the ring, they'd give you five, 10 minutes, maybe some instructions afterwards, and then to the next town, to the next town. I mean, that's how Larry was broken in by Mr. Fuji and the Grill Monsoon, stuff like that. And Larry then was contacted by Buddy Rogers about, hey, could you train my son? Let's open a wrestling school. And then it turns out Buddy Rogers' son did not want to wrestle. So Buddy Rogers was like, all right, you can have the school, Larry. And then, you know, Larry started the Monster Factory in an airport hangar in Mount Holly. And, you know, now we're in Paulsboro. And the, the craziest thing is the only reason we're here is because this is the town Larry came from. This is the town he grew up with. And he still had ties to the town. And when I bought it, they contacted Larry and said, hey, you want that wrestling school in here? And Larry contacted me. And here we are, the full weight room, the wrestling room, a production area, mats. It's, it's, a, it, it's it went from a factory and now it's it's almost like a like a university, you know. It's 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 wild. What's that like training that new crop of people? It's way more fulfilling than when I was wrestling. Mm. I like this more than I like the wrestling. I love being a coach. I love being a mentor because 
I know when I broke in all the different things I dealt with and there were some bad things in wrestling and I was like, all right, well, what's the biggest, most successful wrestling school in the world? All right, it's us. So let's kind of set the bar of like what we should be doing. And at first, you know, I was getting pushbacks in 2012 and 13 and 14 and all. They were like, no, you shouldn't really worry about that. Who cares if they come in? Just get their money. Who cares if they're accountable? Who cares? And I'm like, no, that's all the stuff we hate in pro wrestling. I want kids to be accountable. I want them to be responsible. I want them to worry about the fans, worry about the product, worry about their bodies when they get home to the families they're going home to, stuff like that. And that wasn't heard of back in the day. Like when I broke in the 90s, it was like, you get all your bumps, you get out, you, you know. And if you have a headache, you know, you take this and you take that and you just go, you'll be fine. Don't even talk about a concussion, you know, stuff like that. And I don't like that. I think open book and communication is key and it, it, both in life and in pro wrestling. I mean, these are life lessons. Everything that applies in a wrestling ring applies for real life because we're all in this together. If your opponent is down, you're down. If your opponent, you know what I mean? You have to look out for each other and that's in life in general. So I think it's, it's almost like a, uh, a self-fulfilling prophecy of like, once you leave here, you're a better person, you know? If you leave with a contract, awesome, <laughs> but let's be a good person first, you know? And then that takes care of itself. Yeah. It usually does, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, that goes into like, I see that you have a summer camp for kids. Oh yeah, the kids. Yeah, 10 to 17. And we, and we do juniors programs, uh, 10, 10 to 17 year olds on Saturdays, 9.30 in the morning. And then oh, wow. what happens is I tell our students, hey, why don't you come in too? And you can mentor them and you can help out. That's and, really cool. and we tell the parents all to come in. The parents come in, they get to see everything. It's, it's great. And then we tell them during the week, bring them in at night. Parents come in, That's they cool. can come in at night, work out. They get the summer camps. It's, when I began amateur wrestling, we didn't have a feeder program. So there was no 10 year olds Absolutely. or anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's kind of like what I wanted to do for this because I'm getting a lot of people that only know about pro wrestling in their 20s. Yeah. And, and you know, because they just know what they read online and see. So now I'm like, all right, well, you see like in Paulsboro, this wrestling town, these guys have been wrestling since they were like four or five years old, these kids. So like by the time they're in high school, they're veterans, you know, they, they got everything under control. They got everything set. So that's kind of like what we try to do with the kids camp here. And plus you get to see what it's all about. You know, it, it, as soon as you start to complain and get angry and then like all of a sudden you're like, well, here's this kid and this is their dream. And I'm sitting here complaining and I'm like living my dream right now. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's the path we all got to take and nothing's overnight. I mean, the show on Apple TV plus, was talked about in 2015 before there was an even wow. Apple TV Plus. So wow. it's, 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 and speaking of that, that's a good, that's a good transition into like, how surreal is it though? You're about to give a, a piece about this school and you and these, and these young hopefuls that are trying to, to fulfill their dreams and you're a part of that. It's going to be showed it to the world and it's premiering in a, in soon and it, that's crazy. What's that, what's that like though? Man? It's, again, it's still surreal. Like you can't, everybody, Let's say it's successful, because right. I, I, in my mind, like, I don't know if it is. And everybody always says that, like, before something becomes successful, and then when it does, they're like, yeah, you yeah, know. always, always knew. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I don't know Jack. Can I curse on this? Hell yeah. Okay. Yes, so yes, I don't yes. Know <laughs> if this is going to work out, if this is going to, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I love it. This person loves it that I'm hearing from, but who knows what the world's going to think? 
And all I care about though is like I tell the students like I'm more happy that the, their stories are getting out there, their journeys, mm -hmm. and it can like motivate people and being like, cause like, it's not about pro wrestling. Like the show is about pro wrestling, but it's not about pro wrestling. It's about the bigger picture. Like I said, it's a life lesson. Um, because like these kids helped me become a better coach through everything I've been through. Like even the students that aren't here anymore, you know, that I started in 2010, 11, 12, their stories and their experiences helped me become a better coach. So like, as they're telling me X, Y, and Z, I'm like, I already know A through Z, mm -hmm. you know? I already know what you're gonna tell me, but sure, tell me about it. Let's get through this. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's, I just hope uh, people appreciate what goes into pro wrestling. I hope it opens doors for people to become wrestling fans that who want. Because every time someone comes in here for a birthday party with their kids or they get to talk to us or see something, they're like, I had no idea about this. I can't believe it. And I think that's the problem is in other, in other sports and other movies, TV, whatever, they don't hide what goes on. And I think that's the biggest error with pro wrestling is not exposing the business because once you expose There's it, not you're going to have more people. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's the most dynamic, surreal, organic art form there is. It combines what people used to do, which was wrestling, mm -hmm. and then combines it with theater. Absolutely. Yes. It is yes. amazing. It is a. It, it is Shakespeare. It is everything, and that's why I love pro wrestling, and that's why like. I wish people would open up more to it because if I'd have known all this that went into pro wrestling, I wouldn't have not only joined amateur wrestling, I would have joined theater. Right. Mm -hmm. I would have took more creative yeah, the acting. acting classes. Yeah. yeah. But like this is the thing that people don't know because they want to protect the business and not expose the business. But then again, you're not exposing the business to more fans. So what? now you're costing yourself money. Coach, plus there's this mystique though about like men in theater. You know what I mean? Though mm -hmm. that's another thing that, especially because I'm old enough to remember that kind of thing. Like, oh, you want to act? Yeah. Like we don't. We're, we're right. questioning you right. as a man. So right. even though I, you might be interested in that, like right. it's kind of cool. Yeah. You, you would so so like a jock would never. Yeah. That's yeah. What I'm exactly. I, mean, I remember back. I think there was like a Brady. Bunch episode where like one of the football players or something was taking tap dancing yes. to get better and coordination. And, yes, <laughs> but he's like, I do it because this, and they're like, Oh, I can't believe you know, Too Tall Jones takes ballet. Exactly. Yeah. No, I have to. <laughs> but like, you know, if someone's like, No, I'm into this. I yeah. like this. I like theater. I like writing. Like I tell all the students, grab a script writing book. Yes. Like, especially I can remember it was. Uh, it was, I was watching like MTV and it was right after Tupac passed away and he was talking mm -hmm. about like how when he was in prison, he just got a script writing book and it helped him oh, with his wow. creativity and writing and which then, you know, he's writing his poetry and all this stuff. And I'm like, all it that takes, and then he bought, the, bought in the line that I love. It's like, I might not change the world, but I'm gonna spark the mind that eventually changes mm -hmm. the world. So that's what I'm trying to do with this. Cause uh, like, I might not be, but like one of these guys, you know, mm -hmm. once they go on, cause like, it took Larry to kind of open that door and be like, no, it's for everybody, meaning like anybody who has money. And now yeah. it's me going, no, it's for everybody. Mm -hmm. for but if Larry didn't open that door. For the people that don't know Larry. Well, Larry Sharp. Deep. Larry Sharp's the man. He, was, he passed away a couple years ago, but he was the one who started this with Buddy Rogers. Yes, and, you, and, and Larry said this, 
Buddy Rogers asked me to train his son. He's like, that's like Babe Ruth coming to you and saying, teach my son how to hit. Wow. And that's how Larry, he was just a great trainer. He was training people on the road before there was a monster factory. Tony Atlas, King Kong Bundy. You know, King Kong Bundy and, and Larry were, were, wrestled each other in high school. Fascinating. So like it's that serendipity of things and Gorilla Monsoon broke Larry in with Mr. Fuji. Jeez, and Gorilla Monsoon so was neighbors with my teacher, my English teacher, who used to let me get away with writing all my term papers about pro wrestling. <laughs> yes, see, she, that's a, yes. And she would give him the stories and he would read them and write stuff on it and tell her that like he Damn. was writing about this. So it's like all that and you know. <laughs> so, I, I, got a, I got a segue question. I wanted to ask you, do, what, do you what is your take on Getting re recruiting people like out of college that are athletes that, that are but that are not that wrestling is not their primary. Can you can you teach a person that doesn't love the business to love the business? Yes, you can absolutely, but you have to do it in a a way that is familiar with them. Like you wouldn't have just a theater guy come in and go, "Hey, athlete, let me teach you about this." So it's like you have to have that athlete who's giving you advice and saying like, now nah, I know love this, but now like we're gonna shift to here. So we gotta take that passion. Like I, it's tough. It's tougher to take someone who's in theater, I think, or in acting world and have them do this. Um, that makes sense. And, and I only say it because of this, it's just the pain that you're gonna put yeah. your body through. Yeah. That's so, the only thing. Yeah. The hours, actors get it. They get all that they stuff. Do. Yeah. They get it. They know the grind. They know the hustle. They know all that mm -hmm. stuff. They're they not taking bumps for 14 right. hours. <laughs> exactly. <though. laughs> yeah. The yeah, that's what I was going to say. They have stuntmen for that. <laughs> so if you can find someone who maybe was never into theater or acting because they were just into this, kind of like a Kurt Angle, like he took to mm -hmm. it. He took to it amazingly. Yeah. Like he just was like, here, try this, and he did, and he was good. Yeah. But I don't think you could take a theater person and have them wrestle like Kurt Angle. So, yeah, yeah. but there's always a way to hide anything, to do anything, because like, look, we watch movies, everybody's convinced Tom Cruise is a tall guy. He's like large, he's larger than life. Nobody, nobody needs to know. This, yeah, this, it is a pro Tom Cruise podcast, <laughs> yeah. coach. I love Tom All Cruise. right, coach, I'm about to say, man. We about, we about to collar an elbow up in here. I'm about to sign up for Scientology just to convince you. I'm going to be a Theta 7 by the end of this interview. <laughs> It's a powerful bunch, you know what I mean? What you got for coach? What you, powerful, what you powerful. got for coach, man? No, I heard you talking about the birthday parties, and I was just thinking, I was like, yeah. you know, because right. you, you say it's for the kids and stuff, but I'm like, I mean, this is the Kick Ross podcast. Do you, if, if adults want birthday parties, right, do you? We, I was we, like, we, like we, we just do you tell them to Kick Rocks? boot camp party oh, oh, okay, okay. we were going to call them, like, bachelor and bachelorette parties, but okay. then, like, we didn't want it to get, like, I don't oh. want my son having my party where there's strippers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, all right, maybe we don't do that. But, yeah, like, we every time, like, the parents are like, can we do this? I'm That's like, yeah. Dope. Oh, okay, all right. I was yeah. just yeah. I was curious. Like, yeah. I would I would killed for this when I was a kid. And, yes. Yeah. And the way they found out to do this, Larry and them, it was by accident. It was it was in the 80s, wow. and they just had, like, a bunch of people over at the school. And someone had an elf costume. That's how old it was. And he got in the ring and started running around. And kids got in the ring and they're like, let's do pro wrestling birthday That's parties. Uh, one of the Wait things. Wait a second. We got to go lower? All right. Yep. One of, the, um, one of the, the terms I hate, one of the sayings I hate more than anything in the world is that those who can't do teach thing. Mm -hmm. 
And I hate it for a, a few reasons. Some of the best people I've ever met in my life were teachers. Mm -hmm. You know, even, even old school coaches when I used to play ball. Um, my favorite teacher was a history teacher who, who was very accomplished, but he loved to teach. Right. So I hate that term because so-and-so, my history teacher wasn't some historian in the Smithsonian that he wasn't some great man because he was great. Dr. Yeah. Kurt Bergman was one of the greatest men I know. You're, you're a coach. You wrestled. I, I believe you're you would say your better achievements are being a coach. Oh yeah, and, and like I didn't even wrestle that long. Like I, I probably had more street fights than I had wrestling matches. <laughs> like I, I maybe wrestled for a couple years. Right. Uh, and it was just, but prior to the wrestling, I was completely prepared because I knew this is all I wanted to do. Right. I wasn't mm -hmm. gonna be denied. And even when I got hurt, like, here's the thing. My first bump in a wrestling was 1994. This is my first time ever being relevant. Well, but this is, but also if I didn't do everything from 94 till now, damn, it's not there. Cause like yeah. 94 to 97 was me getting in the ring for the first time, then coming to terms with my dad wasn't going to pay for it. How am I going to get the money? Then wow. getting the money, starting wrestling. Then I got a great job with a phone company, union job, making six wow. figures wow. at age like 24. It's, it's tough to let that stuff oh go. My gosh, so yeah. now where I'm going to be wrestling on Saturdays and Sundays, yeah. getting paid 20 bucks or nothing. That's the real, people don't talk, people yeah, don't talk. Yeah. But here's the Paying thing, tough, the thing. but here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, if I had a light at the end of the tunnel, if I had a place like this back then, it would have been different. Yeah. But back then I didn't, so it was like, I'm not gonna give up my Saturday where I get paid double time and a half, which is $1,000 a weekend, <laughs> to go on the road to make zero dollars. Yeah. But, but after that and then getting injured, finding my way back and then trying to get in by writing and you know WWE won't look at you unless you have a college degree okay I didn't go to college mm -hmm. then they won't look so I was like alright well I'm going to start writing for this and this so I started writing for comedians and political shows and wow. all these different things and then came by a, a random wrestling school Larry was going to be there and he we started talking and it was like hey uh, you ever think about uh, buying the Monster Factory and this was 2010 Damn. wow yeah, and I was like, I don't have the money, but I can pay you weekly and we can do something. And then, you know, when you're done, you know, pass the torch and that's what happened. And then like Damn. my yes. first student got signed like a year later and he only had 18 matches. So I'm like, <sighs> I feel vindicated. Yeah, yes, yeah. this is awesome. It's worth it. And then, you know, and then the next student, the next student, next student, next student, and coaches started coming back that I wrestled with, you know, Damian Priest, we were having matches with each other, you know, in the late 90s and 2000s. Same with uh, QT Marshall, and then, yeah. you know, they came back and they helped me coach, and I helped them, and, you know, they're off doing their thing. QT Marshall's at AEW running stuff over there, plus wrestling and coaching, has his own wrestling school. Damian wow. Priest is in WWE, killing it with Judgment Day, so, like, we got a pretty good, like, you know, like they talk about in uh, football, the, the, the tree, the, 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 was it Walsh? Oh, you know, the, you know, like, you know, the Andy Reid tree, yeah. the Bill Walsh tree. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is like the Larry Sharp tree with all of us branching <laughs> The branch off. is coming. Yeah. That's awesome. Because, like, I mean, just look at, like, everything that's going on with wrestling. Like, we're connected to it somehow. Is that, is that, does that validate you the most as far as, like, the, the level that people get at? Or does it validate you that you've, that you've made better for professionals, better people, better uh, men, better I, women? I'll take, I'll take everybody that's ever come here and said that they've either got to live their dream or they learn something or they're so happy they got to do this in front of their parents or their, their kids or whatever. Like I know people that came back and are like, hey, I haven't wrestled in like five years, but my son is now like 13. Can I have Thank one, you. Like, you know, and do mm -hmm. that for him, you know? And like that's more 
justification, more validation than anything. I don't care, like, I don't care about people wrestling it. Because, like, like, honestly, that's not real. Yeah. That's like somebody yeah. giving somebody something. Of course they earned it and all that stuff, but that's like sometimes opinion, like a phone call, like, yeah, you're the guy, yeah, you're not the one, yeah, you're the one. So true, brother. And that's just the way it is sometimes. But this, doing this is what I love, is like I said, the, the getting that phone call, getting that text message, like bumping into somebody I haven't seen in years from high school and they bring their kid in who loves <laughs> pro wrestling and they're like talking about like, I've had the greatest time, my kid thinks I'm the coolest thing because I got to do this. Like that's what I live for, like that's the stuff. That's like, what I'm saying, I was like, because I love the passion, I can tell you're passionate, yeah. I'm like, are you here every single day? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's, um, we have another coach, Missy Sampson, who coaches on Tuesdays. Sometimes I'll come in, just say hi to everybody, uh, see if she needs anything, and then she'll run Tuesdays. But like, yeah, so like on the juniors, uh, and then sometimes like, especially during all this crazy time, we might just go like open ring. Like I might come in, open up and say, hey, everybody work on what you want to work on, cut some promos, send me some stuff. I'm out of here. I got to go do press or I got to do whatever. Or maybe one time spend some time with my wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, uh. <laughs> For more than five minutes. <laughs> Listen, how old, too old to start wrestling, man? How I don't think you? there is. You don't think so? I huh? don't think there is. Cause like we had somebody here he wanted to follow his dream. He was a fan. Like, their whole family would be here. Oh. He was 63 years old. Oh, that's but amazing. But he was in amazing shape. Like, he was jacked. Damn. <laughs> so we started, awesome. he started training here and doing stuff. But here's the thing. Like, we probably saved his life because if he didn't start training here, he was doing our usual warm-ups. Mm -hmm. He felt some pain in his legs. I was like, all right, take some time off. Take some time off. He's like, I'm worried I'm going to get it looked at. It was a blood clot. Oh, and wow. they said, like, if you didn't... If like you weren't jogging moving. and doing that activity, oh my you could have, you know, killed you. Yeah, so then yeah, it passed yeah. and everything's good. Wow. Then he got to have his, he had one match. He had a battle royal <laughs> and so he got cool. to do it and the place went nuts. Oh yeah, I would have went nuts. What he can tell his kids, his grandkids, all that stuff. So oh, like that's, that's so the fun. stuff I love. Damn. Yes. That's, that's the entertainment. So the, like, like I said, there's, there's, there's no age limit. I don't think there's a size limit. Um, now what we do with the kids though is we don't, our kids that train here, they don't bump in the ring. There's oh, okay. no bumping, there's no doing okay. anything. Okay. They'll use the crash pad, they'll learn yeah. headlock takeovers, they can oh, okay. do stuff like that, but they're not doing any bumps. Oh, okay. They'll bump us around, they'll hip toss <laughs> yeah, us, yeah, they'll yeah. clothesline us. Oh, that's cool, small, okay, okay. That's but cool. they're not, no Like kids. each other. Yeah, yeah, they're not. I like that, I like yeah, that. Yeah, because it's, it's just bad for you. Yeah, it's, I mean. That's why there's no heading in, in soccer with kids anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, oh, that's all, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you are here all the time, I'm like, do you, like, trying to stay healthy and stuff, do you have, What's your like go-to like fast thing to eat? Like I mean, you uh, I just had a, a junior sandwich oh. from uh, from Wawa. Wawa. Or or I'll just uh, eat a lot of pasta before I go. Like, like oh, I was, I was actually just talking about it. I uh, I love uh, shrimp Alfredo, so nice. I will load up on that, and then I'm good for the night. And then I'm so glad though that bars close early now because <laughs> listen. When I used to, when this, before the pandemic, mm -hmm. we would get done training and I would be at a bar till 2.30. Coach, yeah. I was just drinking last night, coach. <laughs> I barely made it, I'm baby. a bartender of 20 years. I know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get yelled at for being loud. I'm enjoying myself. I'm sorry. Sorry, ABC. But yeah, like we would, we would come in and, and, you know, I would get done training and I would eat my wings and drink mm -hmm. my beer and then mm -hmm. I'd go home. You know, now I'm done training and I'm like, all right, cool. Like I can just go home and I mm -hmm. pop on the couch and eat a little bit. And I'm like, all right, it's 11 o'clock and I can go to bed. But Damn. man, it was, uh, yeah. yeah. So like, 
That's the other thing. I, I don't sit down. Like, this is awkward for me. Like, seriously. <laughs> We're almost I done, I swear. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, during training, I never sit down. During shows, I might sit down in my director's chair and enjoy yeah. a beer. You should have just it up. I yeah. know, darn it. We should have. I'm always walking around. I, I'm like, I, we could have. <laughs> even when I eat at home, I stand up. It's just. Oh, that's your thing. Yeah, that's my thing. Especially when having a bad lower back, you always like Bro, to stand yeah, up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, no, me, no. When I was hooping, I was always jumping up and down on the blacktop all the time. You know, I didn't realize how much that affected oh, yeah. Yeah. You, start getting, you don't realize until you hit the 30 mark. So you get 30, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is all the stuff. Yeah. That I, I, I have, okay. like, oh, the warranty's off now. <laughs> yeah. I have what you call bartender knees. <laughs> They're freaking horrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but before we get you out of here, Coach, um, babe, what you got for, uh, for Coach? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we, uh, we like to do something, you know, everybody does something like, a, you know, your top moments of, like, wrestling and stuff, but, you know, we do a thing like your Mount Rushmore, but not of wrestling. We want to we know, what's your Mount Rushmore of New Jersey? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like what are your four things that like, just that that mean the most, or somebody has wow. to see? Don't get chiseled out the New Jersey. Yeah, like more. it could be food, it could be people, it could be I don't need you know your wow. TV at home. I don't even. Well, New Jersey right away, Monster Factory. No, yeah. um, see that's what I said. Chiseled out right there. That's one. New Jersey Monster Factory. Well, wow. I Bruce Springsteen. Oh, national treasure. Was is is Dion from Dion in the Belmonts jersey? You might be right about that. He would know that stuff more than me. <laughs> I was looking at somebody down here. I know, no, I was looking at you. Um, <laughs> sorry, so we'll go Bruce. We'll Bruce. go Monster Factory. Yeah. There's probably so many different. Uh, I, I also will go into the the New Jersey Devil. Oh, 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 yep, yep, everybody knows, everybody knows. I mean, I just remember going camping as a kid, and everybody told you New Jersey Devil is going to get your ass, so. Oh, gosh. I mean, we're from Pennsylvania, so the so Jersey Shore is what we, Jersey Devil we and, to go and, there. And, um, I want to put the boardwalk on there. See, oh, I mean, that's I what I said. I love the boardwalk, man. I literally was on the boardwalk, I think. I think Every summer would be we came. Because, like, came. I, I don't, I can't remember a summer I didn't go to the shore. Yeah, exactly. Monster Factory, Bruce Springsteen, the New Jersey Devil. And the boardwalk. There's a Christmas song about Pennsylvanians driving to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I know, man. Listen, listen. I'm like, I'm, that's what we did every that's summer, That's a quality too. Mount Rushmore of New Jersey right it there. Is. Those are the uh, things you must see, people. Coach Cage, it's been a pleasure. And all right, brother, I think you for taking the time. Um, excited to see the, the project. Excited to see what you got cooking. Have you guys got to see any of it yet other than I've the trailer? I've seen a baby trailer. I've, I've hadn't seen. I'm the, telling you. I've never been more excited to again, watch a piece. Again, I'm just going to say this. Like I told the students before this even got done, we, far, we even started filming, I said, it's going to change your lives and it's going to change other people's lives. That's how much I love this project. Like the Apple TV Plus, like everybody delivered. Like... Because I said, I, I was like, I don't want this to be, you know, the real housewives. I don't want yeah, this yeah. to be yeah. lizard lick towing. No yeah. offense to all those shows, but like, I, mean, I want this yeah. to help pro wrestling. I don't want it to be like, oh, it's just this thing. And I think like yeah. what, what we got is, is very special. And I think it's going to change a lot of people's lives and perception of pro wrestling. Coach, I can't wait to see it. And um, I know you're right. That's why I wanted you on. Glad I got you on. So you can tell people that are listening. Anybody's hearing the sound of his voice, y'all check it out. And if y'all around Jersey, man, check out the check out, check out the Monster Factory. Yeah, get your ass here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Seamus Stones here, and if you're hearing that sound, it can only mean one thing. This is the portion of the programme when all listeners acknowledge the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Proper respect must be shown, so raise your arm up high. Go on, get up there. Extend your pointer finger and hold. Oh, 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 steady now. <laughs> there you go. Aye, have a lovely day. Now, no damn, y'all, did y'all hear? Did y'all hear that? Did you hear Seamus Stones? I don't even know how this dude found this podcast, but he pulled up and he wanted to make sure all you sucker MCs out there acknowledge your tribal chief. I got nothing to do with this. I don't come up with this shit. <laughs> But I will acknowledge my tribal chief just because a nice Scottish lad told me to do so. Seamus Stones, he's a real person. Thanks, Seamus Stones. Why you laughing? <laughs> Thanks for pulling up. Why you laughing at Seamus Stones? He's real. You better acknowledge your tribal chief. Uh, we always do. We always Damn do. Damn it. And, I, and just, because, just in case you don't, somebody, I don't know who, created a segment where you have to acknowledge your tribal chief. I ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> I have no control over this podcast. I mean, if we have this podcast for 20 years, I think we will still be acknowledging our tribal chief. I have no control over this podcast. I pulled up, and next thing you know, it is all edited up, and there's a dude named Seamus Stones on my podcast. I do not question. <laughs> I have zero creative control over this podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Seamus Stones. Hi, he said, hi. I'm like, oh, snap. You better acknowledge your tribal chief. <laughs> Hey, we're looking at this damn pole. I've been beating around the bush a little bit. This damn pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all hear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, if you greatest pole, if you if you greatest wrestling pose of all time. If you guys look outside right now, you'll see that blue moon. Is it because because it's the one and only time this girl gonna be right? Oh my god! Y'all see this blue moon out there? Look at how this is. Did you see Haley's comment? Oh my gosh! It's like a it's like a miracle out there. I'm sorry that people agree with me. Haley's comment. It's Haley's Comet and a blue moon. If you go out there, there's probably a couple of werewolves. You might see a witch flying on a broomstick. I told stick. you, it was epic. I did not Go ahead, review the poll results. Sent this whack-ass poll, 682 views, but only 79 votes. All oh, y'all can kick rocks. I can't do the yeah. math. All 500 of y'all can kick rocks. But 79 of those votes, 61% said Randy Orton. Thank you. Thank you. Because they don't know. <laughs> Feel, 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 feel. <laughs> I most certainly will not hit the DJ horn <laughs> over over this damn. Yeah, I might put it in in the post, but probably not since this ain't my podcast. Yeah. This ain't my, who the hell got that old Seamus Stone though? <laughs> this ain't a guy I paid to do this. He can't pull it up, man. I was like, damn, I can't Seamus. <laughs> so, yeah, bring him back. Bring him back, you know, acknowledging our tribal chief. And it's so weird that. <laughs> His name kind of correlates with the kick. That's weird. Like kick rocks, stones. I, I know it's, that it's, is a it's, weird coincidence. It's it's happenstance. That is a weird coincidence. But I'm doing you, a repo. You could, you could call it strange. I'm doing a repo. Sixty one percent went to Randy Orton. Three percent to Ricky Starks. You know I blame AEW promotion oh. on that. 
Three percent oh. Ricky Starks. The Rock got twenty three percent. Stone yeah, Cold got thirteen percent. All kinds of people on the on the polls. I'm like, Where, where's HBK? Where's the where's okay, the heart where's the heartbreak kid? Everyone say kick rocks. This is just what we put. This up. is what we put up. <laughs> we all know Twitter only has four spaces. If there was a fifth space, I'd put HBK. So all you guys can click on the button yeah. and put HBK. It's a great pose. I love the pose. It's fantastic. It is. But the argument was Orton, Ricky Starks. So I put on two legends just to counteract and make it interesting. Heaven forbid I didn't put on the heartbreak kid. Heaven forbid. <laughs> so sorry. Orton was going to win anyway. It would have been closer. I will admit this. It would have been closer with HBK, but I still Probably. believe Randy Orton would have won. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> I told you it was epic. That's epic. <laughs> I'm sorry, top five. For my, for my husband. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't saying nothing. I said he was going to win. <laughs> I said Randy Orton. I didn't. I ain't down him for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I hero. I I Is that too long? We gonna find out. They flagged this show. The trick is to sing terribly, so they won't flag it. Like, oh no, no, we ain't getting. We ain't taking no. We ain't taking no money from this dude for this terrible ass uh, rendition of. I'm getting, I'm getting down. Oh I got my, I got my whiskey up in me. He is drinking. I was, well, I was inspired by Seamus Stones. <laughs> I got my Scott. You know, my, you know what I mean. I'm doing oh, the yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing a Scotch and Scottish thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Told you I get black when I get a passion. I get a little extra black. Oh my, oh my. Um, yeah. How, how you hear that? Any Scotch out there wanna? You know, pull up to Kick Rocks Podcast. Sponsored. Oh, y'all are more, y'all are more than well. Sponsored by, um, I don't know, Stone yeah, Whiskey. Oh, yeah, Stone Scotch. Yeah, Stone Scotch. <laughs> y'all ever watch that dope commercial back in the day, man? The Doers commercial? Oh, Lord yes. have mercy. I cannot tell you how mm-hmm. obsessed I am with this commercial. With Boo Thang on mm-hmm. there. And I, she's not even Scottish, but she's British. It was and she fantastic. Can do it. And she's like, "Oh, you're thirsty." I ain't I'm like, Get yeah. Out of I here. was like, um, "Yes, yes, I am." I'm following I'm, for. I'm following I'm for. Very the, I'm following for divorce today. Heidi, <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's over. She goes. She goes. She goes. Wait. She goes. She goes back to bed, Angus, darling. I was like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> Heidi, it's over." I'm gonna find out. Like, Yo, watch. Pull up the old Doers commercial <laughs> with the girl. Yeah, she was like, "Are you thirsty?" I was like. As a matter of fact. I mean, I'm not going to be mad. I'd be like, uh, I right. might have to pull up. <laughs> Listen, I got the internet. I'm going to look up her name now. The Doers. Go ahead. Go, move oh, on. I know. Yeah, yeah. Move no. on to the next topic while I look up the Doers. Boot that. <laughs> well, I mean, earlier when we were acknowledging our tribal chief. You better. Um, yeah, we can talk about that. How, you know, there's oh, been a lot of talk. <laughs> about him <laughs> retaining the title. Go ahead, start again. What was that? What was retaining about? the title at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Um, can, can you explain to the people why Cody Rhodes is the right one to dethrone the tribal chief? Because what I'm getting real tired. Oh, Claire Forlani. Oh, yes. Ooh, boot thing. Look up. Are you thirsty? I don't, do I follow her on the gram? I don't know. I better. Oh, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you're following are you, are between you're... the two stories <laughs> that are happening at the same time. Now go ahead. Say it again. Are you thirsty? I ain't going to go, 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 Cody Rhodes. Why? Why? He's dethroning. <laughs> you do it. We're keeping this in there. So I don't know why you're thinking I'm like going to say a whole thing. Again. If, you, if you're if you paying attention, you know the two things that we're having like, at the same time. It's like, oh, hell, the drinking mind. Y'all, y'all got to watch that commercial. It's fine. All jokes. There's like three or four of them. They're multi-listening, you know? Listen, y'all. <laughs> listen. 
listen, every now and again, I got to get serious on y'all. So there's been a ground, there's been a ground squell of people out there. You know, Mimi, I'm talking to you, boo. You wrapped up into that too, but that's neither here nor there. We will unpack that in person when I see you in oh, Los yeah. Angeles. You go out to explain yourself. Every single post about Cody, here come Mimi over the top <laughs> talking about, I don't get it. I don't get the storyline. Uh, I don't uh, get this. Uh, and the reason ooh. why I use my girl Mimi, my sister, as an example is because she is not alone. She is not alone. <laughs> Yo, let me get out. I'm in it. I'm in my bag right now. He is in his bag right now. Here with you. What is happening? <laughs> I'm in my bag right now. What is happening? <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, she's not alone with this poppycock. Oh, my God. But let me explain to you. Let me get very serious. Y'all know I like to enter, try to entertain y'all while we in there. What the hell we listening to things for if y'all just going to listen to somebody gas bag that's, that's not true. trying to entertain? So I'm trying to entertain y'all. But let me get serious. Let me, let me talk some wrestling real quick, for real. The reason, the reason why my girl Mimi and everybody else that shares this sentiment is out of their damn mind is for a very simple reason. Why has nobody come to dethrone Roman Reigns? Why is nobody, what, no, nobody's viable? None of the storylines make sense. None of this makes sense. Have you guys ever stopped to ask yourself why? The reason why they haven't made sense is because they're not, has not been a pure white, and I don't, I don't mean racial, there's not been a white, hot baby face to challenge Roman Reigns. It couldn't be Seth. Because mm-hmm. no, because you guys didn't know, and Seth probably didn't even know whether he was going to be a heel or a face. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. turned into a face because of the chant. But before that was going on, but and he Trouble is Chief like was, a heel. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It couldn't be Kevin Owens. He always has an edge to him. There, what I'm trying to say is Seth reminds me of like an antihero in professional wrestling. As much as people try to forget, there is it's good versus evil. Guys, as much as we pretend like this is a sport, it still is theater. It's mm-hmm. theater. You care about good versus evil. There's never been a pure baby face truly to challenge a tribal chief. When he was going when it was Drew in Cardiff, it was more so him winning in Cardiff. There's not been a pure goodness trying to vanquish the evil that is Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then comes Cody Rhodes, the story of his father, mm-hmm. the story of him leaving the company because he wasn't wanted, getting better, sharpening his tools, mm-hmm. leaving that company, coming back, the prodigal son returning to face Roman Reigns and dethrone him, is, and he's a, it's, it could not be more perfect. Guys, there's only one choice here. If it wasn't going to be Dwayne Johnson, and hell, I was one of the people that said Dwayne on one night, Cody on another night. Yeah, that would be great. But since it's not Dwayne, Dwayne's busy right now. I keep telling y'all, y'all don't get to get Dwayne just because y'all think y'all get Dwayne. Dwayne ain't been Dwayne's been a, a, a movie star three times longer than he's been a, yes. a wrestler. Yeah. So when it wasn't The Rock and that was put to bed, the only choice is Cody Rhodes. It has to be Cody Rhodes because he is a legitimate, legitimate babyface, a legitimate person to challenge the throne, a legitimate person that's not Sami Zayn, that's not tied up in this and not tied up in that and not da 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 da. Like you need someone that's separate from the bloodline thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's separate from all this foolishness, that can come in and challenge Roman Reigns, who's viable who has pedigree, mm-hmm. who has just as strong as bloodline, mm-hmm. and to vanquish said evil, guys. There's nothing better than a white, hot, baby face dethroning a long-reigning heel. Y'all know wrestling, don't y'all? 
Why is everybody acting like they don't get the fundamentals of wrestling and the best parts of wrestling? A great babyface challenger. The reason why you guys don't want Roman to lose for so long because you didn't believe in anybody. When, when whoever, exactly. whoever they presented to, to Tribal Chief, you guys were like, nah, it can't be him. That was that was your thought. Your thought was like, it can't be him. Yeah. It can't be him. Nope. But when you say Cody Rhodes, what's frustrating y'all out there is you can't say that. Exactly. You're like, damn, it can be him. Yeah. That's, it can be. That's Dusty Rhodes' freaking son. Mm-hmm. That's a guy that started a company and left the company mm-hmm. better than he came there yeah, with. True. And he's now, he's in WWE and it's killing y'all. But guys, you have to understand something here. When Cody Rhodes wins that title, and he's winning that title, we'll do predictions and stuff like that in a couple of weeks. But when he they wins, need to split the title. When they win that title, you took words out of mouth. <laughs> the titles will be split. You heard it here first. It is insane to have two titles on one person. There's two, there's a lot of wrestlers out there, y'all. Guys, mark my words. If you think I'm tripping. When you see those titles get separated, you remember Uncle Evan told you we're going to separate it. I'm telling you right now, guys, it's because as great as the aesthetic looked on Roro, that's what they were going for. They, they, they were so worried about putting the two titles on them, they didn't think about how to get them off them. Yeah. And they kind of painted themselves into a corner. If we're still doing two brands here, if USA has stakes and Fox has stakes, then there needs to be two major titles with two legitimate competitors. There's so many reasons why Cody Rhodes should win this match. Mm-hmm. No, and I'm going to tell you my top reason. It ain't because of time. It's because Roman Reigns need a break. Like, serious? Damn. Can Roman Reigns, <laughs> can Roman Reigns go up, kick his, kick his feet off? Are you thirsty, Roman? Can he go home get a glass of scotch? Can Roman Reigns, can y'all, like, get, can y'all get the hell out of Roman Reigns' face for five seconds? Five can y'all seconds. get off Roman Reigns' jock for two seconds? <laughs> can y'all stop swinging from the hang dang oh that God. is Joe N-O-Y-E? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my bag right now. Well, I'm, I'm fish. I'm fish grease right now. Oh my god! We name it. We name it this podcast. Evan Fish Grease. Fish Grease. Oh my god. <laughs> Evan Evan Mac presents the Fish Grease. <laughs> 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 who's got? Who's got? I don't. Uh, is this podcast about fishing? <laughs> Is it, or is this about the oils that you use to cook a fish? Listen, I'm already worried people think this show is about masonry. <laughs> Are you thirsty? I am this. But listen, 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 listen. Listen, y'all better watch that Doers commercial. I'm putting that shit oh over. Oh, my god! Listen, Roman has to fall. Because what you guys are forgetting is the rematches. The, the Roman coming back. The tribal chief to mm-hmm. challenge you over that title. Cody Rhodes has to win. The next heel has to step up. That should be Walter, excuse me, Gunther, the Alders formerly mm. known as Gun- uh, Walter. And I believe that's the next challenger. Could be wrong. You all know where I'm at, but we're going to talk about it next segment because I don't want to get all emotional. And y'all going to think me and him are going steady as much as I go to bat for him. But damn it, I don't care. I know who I love. We'll talk about it later. But. Roman has to fall. Number yeah. one, vacation. Num- number two, it's it's it, Cody will never be hotter than he is right now. It's, ever. Yeah, never, ever, 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 ever. And number three, to me, Evan Max's biggest point right here, number three, the point that I still don't hear people make. Cody Rose has to win. Mm-hmm. You know why? You know why, Heidi Mac? Why? Why, Evan Max? You know why, listeners? <laughs> Listen. You know why, Seamus Stones? Let me tell you why. Because... 
what is a bigger slap in the face to AEW oh, yeah, mm-hmm. than Cody mm. Rhodes mm. going there, mm. leaving there, mm. and holding up those two titles at the end of Sunday night? Mm. Are you, if you don't think that will stick in Mr. Khan's crawl, you, you're, you're out of your mind. Mm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's, that's, and Vince is not even involved like he used to be, but that's a Vince McMahon special. Oh, yeah, for real. That's a Vince McMahon special. It's truly, truly, that truly. That picture is beautiful. Yeah. Do you know what that's like? That's like the girl that wasn't attractive that you didn't like, Cody at AEW, Cody at WWE, leaves, mm-hmm. goes to AEW, gets hot. Yeah. You lose her. Mm-hmm. Then she goes back to the person that dumped her and goes back with her and looks as hot as she is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you get her back? Yeah. That's brutal. Could you imagine? Yeah. Ugly to hot leaves when they got hot to go back to the person that turned them that turned them down mm. and accepts them with open arms because they got hot? Savage. <laughs> that's that's the biggest reason that sounds for, like a k-drama actually. yeah yeah that's the reason that's the episode of young and the restless <laughs> shout out to victor newman but guys it has to happen because of those reasons yeah and can i be so bold as to say that's cody damn rose y'all acting like this is some kind of champion they just propped yeah. up because y'all, y'all know rudy y'all know when real talk y'all know y'all know when y'all would have a leg to stand on what evan if it was like Austin Theory, y'all could talk y'all shit then. Yeah, because he's still he's still young. Yeah, because you you got you guys mm-hmm. would have a legitimate gripe. Yes, because you're like, what the hell? No, I'd be cool with it. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I told you he's on my he's on my short list of people I don't talk bad about. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? Y'all would have a legitimate gripe. You have no gripe about a man with this pedigree, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. this this dedication, mm-hmm. um, this this drive, this storyline, this. Family history, mm-hmm. this personal history, this storyline. Guys, guys, hey, hey. I'm that dude. I'm 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 Robin Williams and Goodwill Hunting. And all of y'all are Matt Damon. <laughs> Listen, it's not your fault. Not you, man. Come on, man. Hey, hey y'all, it's not your fault. Come on, man. Not you, man. I'm like, that's how you guys are. And you guys just hug me and you just cry oh and my God. cry and cry. And oh then you realize, God. and then you realize everything's okay. <laughs> It'll be okay. Y'all just need a good cry. <laughs> do, you hear, do you hear that, listeners? <laughs> and ding, ding, ding. You can cry on you can cry on Evan's shoulders. Ding, ding. I ain't say cry on my damn shoulders. We get a warm <laughs> and brave. You get the hell off my shoulders. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Rumors? Poppycock. Nothing grinds Max Gears more than speculation. He does, however, acknowledge the fact that it must be unpacked and broken down. So, he trusted me. No, he has given me the honor. So I, Paddington Pebbles, have come before you to introduce a new segment called This Probably Isn't True, But If It Is, I Said It First. A segment addressing vile thoughts, hearsay, drivel, You may be asking yourself why a charming British voice is coming through these airways. It's quite simple. Evan feels he can be a bit abrasive, a bit uncouth, dare I say a bit hood at times. I'm here to soften the blow. So Evan, be gentle. 
Heidi, change nothing. And take it away. Cheers. Damn, I got the whole United Kingdom on this podcast. Now I got a Seamus Stone. I got a Paddington Pebbles. Listen, but it's okay. It's all good. They're cutting promos right now. And I'm glad, I'm glad Mr. Pebbles set me up. Because if y'all know me, y'all know I hate talking about, like, rumors and dirt sheets and stuff, unsubstantiated claims by mm-hmm. people that have agendas and unsubstantiated claims by, by people that are just trying to stir the pot. And, and one thing I don't like to do is pile on, especially when I hear something about injury or, or things like that. I don't like to speculate, but it's worth talking about because this is why, one of the reasons why I have the show. We can talk about it. We can unpack it. And I can kind of give you guys my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. And the, so the, so some news was breaking. I hate calling it news because news, news is substantiated by fact. So I hate when people say news. News is substantiated by fact. Proper news. Yes, proper news. So should I say... Tabloids? When, yeah, tabloids. That's, that's substantiated by tabloids. nothing. You can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So when the tabloids hit and it said Bray Wyatt was trending, and I click on see why Bray Wyatt is trending, uh, people saying he walked out of shows. People are saying that he didn't show up to the Madison Square Garden thing. People are saying it's because he walked out on WWE because of creative people are saying this people are saying that people are saying he's not going to wrestlemania and what i say to all that is not that you guys are wrong I, i'm the guy that always goes let's wait and see I call it the three-day mm-hmm. rule it's mm-hmm. only been this is like the second day I call mm-hmm. it the three-day rule wait to see something simmer before the facts get materialized but this is what i will say if it is injury i speedy recovery i don't wish injury on yeah anybody. of course I don't wish injury on anybody. I don't anybody. want to get injured myself. Like, come, yeah. yeah. If if it's this is your livelihood. If it's creative, yeah, I will humbly say I told you so. Mm. But if I find it to be true, I will not be humble because I told y'all a million times. <sighs> th- listen, but I'm You're not breaking gonna, my heart. But I'm not going to do that. This segment is created for me to just unpack things. You see, my boy Pebbles told me to calm down before I get crazy, and that's what I'll do. You're breaking my heart, Ray. Yo, so you're breaking my heart. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say it is for what they say, uh, undisclosed physical injury that's keeping them away from mm-hmm. the product. But but, and I hope I hope for a speedy recovery. Recovery. If it finds out to be true that it's a creative thing, I will probably dedicate six hours t- talking about how pissed I am. It'll be the longest Kick Rocks podcast. Yeah, it'll be it'll be, it'll be a Kick Rocks marathon. It'll be 19 <laughs> hours long. How you Thursday, Angus? I need to get that her in there to do that. I don't care how much she costs. And then I, every time she does that, I got to drink. And the Max Isn't go that broke. dope, though? That'd be <laughs> really dope. Damn it. And we go the audience, can we get away with that? I, already, I can get the audio. Can we get away with that? I don't know. It's doers. No, I did a whole intensive yeah, on Odyssey's. No. Like, like, you know, I did a whole, like, welcome mm-hmm. to Odyssey. And I did a lot of, like, classes. You can't do nothing without yeah. approval. It's part of your master's. Man, yeah. listen, my degree program, like, fair use is not what people think it is. Yeah. So don't. Don't do it. So anybody out there stealing songs or don't oh do yeah, it. Thirst, I'm, I keep saying, Evan, you're doing it, but I don't do it like her. Yeah, it's not her voice. But wouldn't that be dope? What if it's she's not like, her intellectual And what if property. she switched it up? She goes, are you thirsty, Evan? <laughs> oh, snap. My wheels are turning. Oh, and Evan is 6% Scottish. Um, oh, I do. Yo, I did my ancestry. Oh, it says message on the, on, the, on the Instagram. Yo, I'm a slide in Claire's DMs. <laughs> yo, what if I get that? Yo. All he wants is a voiceover. Well, wouldn't that be amazing? Like, can you just say, are you thirsty, Evan? <laughs> but listen, oh my gosh. I hope Bray Wyatt's fun. But if it's... Yeah. But that leads me to... Yeah. The, the, the man. The problem. They call. The okay. It's a problem. There's a problem, but there's a solution. <laughs> if Bray Wyatt is out of WrestleMania, the showcase of Immortals, which I'm not sure he is, yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to go on record here to say, y'all don't know what the hell y'all talking about. It could be a work. 
and you know, and, and I don't even think it's work, baby. I mean, I like, think, I, you know what I mean? He might I just think, be taking a break before the big show. He, he might. He might. You know what I mean? I think he's moody. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe that's real. So who knows what it is? You know, so <laughs> a lot of these men's out here be moody. So you know what I mean? Uh, so anybody be moody? I mean, I mean, people, all these people. These people, like, listen, listen. Well, people you, out here can be moody. Well, I'm talking about men specifically. <laughs> oh, moody ass men. So listen. <laughs> so, why y'all so moody? But um, hold on. Let me sip on my. How are y'all thirsty? Today? <laughs> He's about to choke on his scotch. Because he can't get over this commercial right now. The commercial was so good. <laughs> Y'all gotta watch that joint. Listen, I apologize to anyone listening this at, at this point. <laughs> it's just Evan thinks he's he's fish grease right now. But I don't I'm know. cooking, boy. I'm cooking right now. This, I'm cooking. <laughs> they listen to Danny Cage. They, they, they nonsense. I gave them a coherent podcast in the first half. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just nonsense. Listen, happening. listen, 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 listen. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my God. There is an issue if the great Bobby Lashley doesn't have a dance partner. Oh, I have that person he can slow dance with. Oh, goodness gracious. Let me talk to you, Heidi. Yeah. L.A. Knight. And yeah, I did the finger thing with the hands in the air. I did it. I pointed it in the air. L.A. Knight. He's the proper dance partner, but I do believe Bray Wyatt will face Bobby Lashley. So the next rumor in this segment there's a rumor swirling around. You got the manjis of the world. What up, manji? You got the hey, manjis hey, hey, of boo. the world out there that are saying, Evan, it's stone cold, Evan. Calm down, Evan. Why are you getting so hyperbolic? Why are you doing alarms and losing your damn mind and running all around here screaming at the top of your lungs? Why are you writing in your diary and <laughs> crying in your diary? Why are you doing, hello, Doug, miss my old friend? Why oh are you God. doing that? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have a match Evan calm down he's gonna have a match it'll all be worth it it's gonna be against Stone Cold Steve Austin who the hell told y'all that yeah honestly do you know who that is that's Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin I'm like how did that even come to be I'm, I'm okay. Twitter be crazy man. I'm okay <laughs> if it is yeah, it's just, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus L.A. Knight one of the only people I wouldn't mind Stone Cold I mean L.A. Knight losing too mm-hmm but you guys trying to get me hyped up for something that might not happen. Guys, am I tripping or is WrestleMania 18 days away? Yeah, it's not It's not that far. Guys, it's 18 we're days away. We're halfway away. in the month now. We're halfway in. So what I, what I mean, but what I'm saying is, guys, the, the, the timing is of the essence. Like, we're, like, Kick Rocks Podcast is on its road to WrestleMania. I, I'm pretty sure they are, too. Yeah, if we are, <laughs> they definitely are, guys. So what I'm, what I'm hoping for is, guys, I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. This segment is to talk about rumors that I freaking hate, but I hope you're right about both of them. I just don't know why. What, yeah, why exactly. does it make exactly? What's, what's the point? And the why word, does that make sense? Well, word on the street is they were, they were pitching Stone Cold with a bunch of ideas, like Roro. Uh, they're pitching Stone Cold like ideas. They, that, that's I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I think it'd be kind of funny to see here what and yeah, no, yeah, it's perfect. at the same time. And that's what would I mean, that would, and that's what uh, happened. And it probably uh, be the hottest part of the night. Yeah, I mean, gosh. it'd be what and yeah, yeah. That WWE universe would because I said yeah is the next what, so it's it's perfect. It, listen, yeah. it all works out. L.A. Knight is a proper heel. He's old school heel. He he's the guy that when you chant with him, he tells you to shut up. That's proper heel work. Mm-hmm. And so he's a proper heel. Um, Stone Cold couldn't be a heel if, his, if he burned the house down. Yeah, he could. He can nail everyone. Loves. Yeah, him. yeah. He can do no wrong. Honestly, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I knew who that was. Stun my, stun my whole family, yeah. and I wouldn't be mad. So it's all good. So it's it's a great matchup. It makes sense. It moves the needle. It would steal the show. So I want it to happen. But damn it, y'all need to stop talking about pipe dreams. 
I know. Y'all need to stop. Y'all better stop wishing up, wishing upon a star. <laughs> y'all better stop rubbing y'all's genie's lamp. The hell is wrong with y'all people? Uh, everybody's watching Puss in Boots. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Puss in Boots. One of the yeah. greatest cartoons ever made. Puss in Boots last wish. <laughs> Come on now. Oh my God. He was like, holy, holy. Like, Antonio! Gosh, that movie is be so wishing good. on a star. Dang, that movie's so damn good. But y'all like Puss in Boots out here. Yeah. But guys, I hope you're right. Let me end this segment because if I do one more rumor, I might explode. Oh my but gosh. Guys, I hope LA Knight gets a match at WrestleMania. I hope yeah. that it's against somebody viable. I hope it's somebody that's going to elevate both of those guys. I hope it's something that's good and not just a throwaway. If it's an all time great like Stone Cold, who's in some of the best shape of his entire life right now and everything's fine and we have a proper match, it will be incredible. And I hope we get that. But damn it, y'all better stop selling me a bill of goods. I know. I mean, because honestly, like, okay, so why does, like, that Bray Wyatt fight, like, and he lost, like, and now he's, like, trending. Losing a lot. It, yeah, losing and he's losing a lot, mm-hmm. and now he's trending. Like, there's a, there's a, the, <sighs> the sentiment out there with, with, with the wrestling ilk is as long as, you, as long as you try hard and you have a good showing, if you lose, it doesn't hurt you. BS. Yeah, BS. It You can't keep losing. You remember, I, I remember people used to say that to me about Baron Corbett. How's that working out? Exactly. Yeah, he like has never won in a million years. Yeah, and now he's like just kind of like this trading water. Yeah, he's just this guy. So I I'm, I enjoy him. Yeah, he's I great. Mean, he's actually great. And he, yeah. he needs to change his music, but he's but he's great because he that, yeah. that that Vegas like jingle and cash that's stupid. He's he's he needs to go mm-hmm. back to the lone wolf stuff and when he was like when he's badass and mm-hmm, that's that's mm-hmm. that they'll they'll figure that out. But the thing about L.A. Knight is. He's he's so hot right now. They know he's if they if I can see it, they can see it. They're smart. They're smart back there. Yeah, they better. Me. Yeah, they better figure it out. But what I'm trying to say is he can't just keep taking L's to like even even Cody. I can't have him losing to Cody. I can't lose him to Kofi. I can't have him losing to people on TV on a regular basis. Yeah. I need him to string together wins because he to me is WWE champion material sooner than later. And I really need him to. If he keeps losing, it doesn't make sense for him to now, be a champion. Especially if uh, the I mean, gla- if the glass breaks. Yeah, he ain't winning that. I mean, why? Like Austin why, ain't like, Austin ain't losing to L.A. Knight at WrestleMania. No way. Are you crazy? No way. So what I'm trying to say is that's another loss. But see, also at the same time, are we all thinking about last year? I'm like, I mean, guys, like, doesn't if if Stone Cold comes back, doesn't it kind of like defeat the purpose of the amazing Vince McMahon thing? Like to me, it does. It, I mean, for me, it, it makes it like to me, it cheap. Yeah. To me, it that, cheapens. That's what I mean. That's the word I'm looking like for. Like one, one of my, I feel la- like it cheapens it. One of my last most precious images in wrestling history is seeing Stone Cold and Vince McMahon in the ring. Like that, like was live. I almost cried. Incredible. I almost cried like a baby. I'm sorry. Because it's very. It was I don't care what y'all, y'all, can, all y'all marks can kick rocks. Kick about, about Vince McMahon, but I'm sorry that shit was epic. It was epic. In front of my face, I'm so sorry, it was and it was incredible. And I'm and I'm cool with that lasting memory. Yeah, see? will I will I bitch if Stone Cold come back? No, no, but it just feels like it kind of cheapens it. I don't know. It does cheapen it. Uh, yeah, because I'm like that. Especially that was so epic. Especially on that, he's gonna lose another one. Yeah, he's gonna get stunned out of his boots. Exactly. And then he's gonna come back and go. Let me talk to you. What I'm trying to say is, guys, my problem with um an, a great wrestler, especially when they're trying to get get popping. Is and this is my personal opinion. When they start getting popping, they just can't take too many L's because, especially if their shtick is, "I'm better than you." Um, let me talk mm-hmm. to you. I'm LA Knight. Mm-hmm. I'm box office. I'm Hollywood. He then he has to start stringing together some wins. Yeah, guys, you can't keep losing because he's about to be in LA. Yeah, yeah. So like, listen, like I know I talk about this. I know I harp on this. I know I do, but I just want to see LA Knight. I don't care against who. 
I'm done. Guys, I'm telling you, segment's over. Like I don't. I'm yeah, ringing the bell. I'm over. Mean, I'm done. It's it's done. But at the same time, I'm gonna say we're gonna go into Austin Theory versus Cena. See, I wouldn't mind if whoever won that. All of a sudden, LA Knight just like, you know what? I'm yeah. kicking either one of your butts. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I would like that. But I do. I think I think Theory's winning that match because Cena is a tr- is a proper professional. And um, if he win out, if he won, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm, if he wanted mm-hmm. to start like a longer program with with the great um, Austin Theory, young Austin Theory. I wouldn't mind that either, but I don't. He could lose. Yeah, he could. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Casinas, Casinas about like elevating the business, elevating exactly. stars. So he might lose to lose to him, and I wouldn't mind. It's tough. I told you, WWE rarely, if ever, does babyface or babyface heel versus heel. They just mm-hmm, don't do mm-hmm. it. Like before, Oscar got the championship chance against Bianca. They made sure you knew she was a uh, heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came yeah, back yeah. completely different. Yep. Music's changed. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Demeanor's changed. Mm-hmm. They had to see, mm-hmm. they just couldn't possibly have baby faces because that's because, but that's what I love about WWE. They define their lines. Yeah, that's so, true. So you'll never, so you'll never that's get true. a LA, you'll never get a LA Knight versus an Austin Theory. You just won't. Yeah. Now, an LA Knight versus Cena? Oh, that, yeah, that would yeah, be that, fun. See, but that's the thing about him. He's a perfect matchup for everybody. It'd be so fun. <sighs> God, let me, I'm done. But yeah, but Austin, but Austin Theory versus Cena is going to be good. It's gonna be great. It's 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 the it's the it's a dream for that young man. It's it's gonna be great to see the goat in the ring against um mm-hmm. a young a younger version of himself, a person that he sees a lot in, and it's gonna be a great match. Like I said, guys, there's a lot of great matches shaping up. We'll, we'll unpack them more when we get closer to the showtime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I just wanted to talk about how I know a lot of people are not high on Austin Theory, and because as soon as someone gets a whiff that it's a Vince McMahon guy, they kind of get like eh. But I do believe give him a couple years. Oh, he's the heir apparent. Whether we like it or not, yeah, y'all didn't like Roman Reigns, so let's just oh. let's just give him a couple years. Okay, all right. Let's see how it goes. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I swear, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I'm done. <laughs> not done, done, but I'll be back. I got one mm-hmm. more thing, then, then I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'll leave y'all alone. Before we wrap up this show, it's been lively. You know what I mean? It's been action packed. One more shout out to Coach Danny Cage of the Monster Factory, bringing me into his home. I was up in that factory too. All mm-hmm. I smelt was all I smelt was dreams and and sweat. You know <laughs> That's what I so mean? True. <laughs> it was. It was. It just felt. It dreams felt, of the past and the future. It felt real. It felt <laughs> raw. Shout out to my boy Lee Meltzer too. Hugs and kisses <laughs> from back Lee. Thank you, thank you, Lee. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was it was a wonderful thing. Now I'm, you know what? And if you're in Philly, it's literally like 20 minutes outside of it. Pull up. Jersey. They have shows. They have shows for the kids. For they have real. birthday parties for kids and adults. I can't wait to go back. Spectacular. But y'all heard that in the interview. But I'm just I'm still putting it over. Mm-hmm. If y'all made it this far, tweet me out a, a an emoji of a <laughs> of a of a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. If, if you're hearing that, it is because of one of my professors <laughs> that did a secret hidden message in one of my videos. Make sure you was listening. Yeah, and he did. And if you did it, hey, shout out. I, you get extra points on it, whatever exam you choose. And I was like, well, I'll take it. It was a little weird, but I'll take it. I don't give out shit. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we still building, y'all. I'll give out stuff later. Listen, Maggie up in the bar, minding his own business. Hanging out, living ghetto fabulous in his dive bar, in his little dive bar, his little spot, his little, his sanctuary, his mm-hmm. home away from home, mm-hmm. where they take care of a brother, 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 sister, brother. <laughs> Mind my own business. Get Everybody t- knows us. Yeah. Get it, and, that's, that's the, and that does not mean because we're alcoholics. It's just because we spread around the paper. 
Yes, and we sit nicely. And when they have riffraff in there, we sit nicely. Mm-hmm. And when people are extra loud, they can come over and complain to us mm-hmm. because we're sitting nicely. That's what it is. And enjoying our time. And we're nice to the staff, Indeed. all of them. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. I enjoy all their, all their uh, anecdotes and yeah, such. Except this one right here. <laughs> because I'm sitting around well, my, the my staff. Oh, not the staff. The staff. I, love yeah, the, yeah. I love the staff. <laughs> get a tap on my shoulder. Right? Anytime I get a tap on the shoulder in a town that I'm accustomed to, I always get a little uncomfortable just because people are crazy out there, man. I don't mm-hmm. know. People think that. I don't know. Mac wronged them in some past life. There's some some girl that I didn't know I saw maybe 15, 20 years ago. That, <laughs> That's a uh, true story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what's going on. You know, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's been I'm sure there's been several assassination attempts that I've ducked just by <laughs> getting a cup of coffee at Starbucks on the right side of the street as opposed to the left side of the like street. Serious. Yeah, who knows? I think I've been recognized twice. And compared to his like a hundred times at this point, who knows? I could, I'm be, I could be dead right now. Who knows? I might have been shot. I might be. I could be Bruce Willis. Yeah, I spoiled six cents. Shut up. Listen. <laughs> Who knows? Could be dead already. But just in case, this is a this is the ghost was getting tapped on yesterday. I mean, a couple was like, uh, was it Friday, Saturday? It was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Dude taps me on my shoulder, and I'm like, who's tapping me on my shoulder? And I look to the right, and this is this is like old this is OG old guy mm-hmm. older older gentleman. He's a, he's a mm-hmm. white he's an older white gentleman. I don't really care what color he is, but the color matters for this context. And he's like, hey man, I like your hat, man. I said thanks, man. I like your hat. He was wearing a hat too. Oh, it was your jacket. Jacket. Is your jacket. You put my jacket over? Yes, everybody was putting your jacket over. Oh, I like getting my jacket. Listen, thank you. Oh, shoot. Was that the day before? See, now we I was like, yeah, you did. You had a hat. You had a hat one day. It was like two days before. No, no, no. I had the black hat with the jacket on. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So. Well, shout out to putting your boy over. That's not the point. I I like when people put Mm -hmm. me over. Trust me. I'm I'm very flattered. And I thought that's where it was going to end. Like your jacket. Yeah. Oh, like your hat. He was like, I hadn't arrived yet, by the way. Thank you very much. He was like, my son's black. (laughs) I said, (laughs) I said, what? <laughs> I said what? I said, I said, what's it? And I'm telling you, y'all be su- y'all be surprised if y'all ever see me in, in real life. If y'all ever see me in real life, I'm more calm than people think I am. I'm very, very, very cordial. I was like, oh, uh, oh, all right. He's like, yeah, he's black for my first marriage. Oh, I was like, he's like, he's over there. Do you play pool? I go, nah, not very well, man. I'm, I'm just waiting on my wife. You know what I mean? He was like. Come here, meet me. Won't you meet my black son? <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good. So I said, I'm waiting on my wife. And then he just kept walking down the way. So and sorry. I thought that was it. I'm sorry. You, know, I'm you apologize for you didn't say it. Because <laughs> I'm laughing at all these Ugh. in the ears of the listeners. Uh, listen, man. Because I can't help myself. Oh, no. so then, it's so, just when my husband says so, that. <laughs> it's what he said. It's what he said, man. I didn't say Don't it. Don't meet my black That's what he said. I'm not joking. He goes, Nice jacket. Listen to a segue. Listen to the segue. Nice jacket. Hey, my son's black. Ooh. Hey, my wife's half white Filipino. Are we cool now? God, I hate when race is a part of everything. But anyway, so so I'm minding my business. Minding my business. I thought it was over. I said, oh, he's probably drunk or whatever. He ain't going to remember. And then all of a sudden, I get another tap on my shoulder. He has brought his black son up to me. And yes, was his son black? Yes. Was his son blacker than you think he is? Way blacker. I'm talking about, he was like darker black. He's like my complexion. So, cause you're thinking, cause he's a white. No, no, no. There was no, there's no Drake going on here. He was like <laughs> Evan black. And he was like, The hey, color like, of a Kit Kat. If yeah, he's Kit Kat. Y'all know your boy got the Kit Kat complexion. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so he goes, this is my son. 
blah, 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 blah. And I'm so shocked. I don't remember his name. It's probably something like Jamal. You know what I mean? If I'm being racist. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all Jamals out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He is he is on one tonight. Sorry, y'all. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> are you thirsty, oh, Evan? Are you thirsty? <laughs> I swear this is like my first drink. That's the crazy part. It's, so, it's very true. I put like a little shot in. It's, so, this is, so this is more me being an idiot. That's yeah. crazy. He took one rock and that was Ooh, it. Oh, Lord. And she means ice, by the way. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, we can't okay. be talking bartenders. Come then people, on, you no, might I'm be. Like, don't be trying to get people thinking I'm doing some other stuff. It's no, called you get something on the rocks. When you get something on the rocks, people you usually said he know had what that means. One rock. Which, uh, yes. And oh, bartender and this is the ears. Kick Rocks podcast. Yeah, that's cute. But <laughs> you, people don't speak bartender. Let <sighs> me have people think I'm on some other substances. <sighs> uh, yeah, uh, okay. Hell's wrong with you. He had one rock. That's what you said. Nobody knows what you're talking about. I'm not talking. New pole. Do y'all I know forgot, what the hell she was talking I about? I forgot. Oh, we, we can't you do better say. One. You better say ice. Uh, I'm so sorry. I, I did not think about, I don't do drugs, yeah, so I yeah. did not realize I could be talking about a different kind of rock. That, but th- yeah. this ain't that kind of podcast. Yeah, you, are you clear? People probably think <laughs> like, uh, that kind of podcast. Now people think I bought some stuff. No. Listen. It's one ice cube. If you me, don't know, it's one rock, okay? He brought up his black child. Let's say Jamal. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. He I'm brought sorry. up Jamal, and I'm and it's God's moment. In all seriousness, Jamal was like him and I at the same time. We're like, hey. yo, what's up, man? Yeah, it was that moment <laughs> like, where we were like, oh. <sighs> but it was so funny because that's when we were like, yeah, we were we were like locked. He was like, what's up, man? Uh-huh. Dapped him up. Mm-hmm. We dapped up. We had a. Very mm-hmm. awkward conversation. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they went back to play pool. And that's the and that's how I'm in the podcast, guys. Yeah. That's how I'm in the podcast. With yeah. a very, very nice man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Did I preface? I got a preface because yeah. he was a nice yeah. man. Nice man. But damn it, that bothers me sometimes. <laughs> Cause why can't you just bring he's like, he's like, hey, hey, I'll be right back. Look what I look what I did 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Let me relate to you. I was like, but you relate to me right now because you're a human being. Yes, yes. And I you relate like my to, jacket yeah. and my hat. I, and I liked your hat. Yes, and we talked about hats. Let's stop talking. That was the relation. Let's stop talking about color all the time, guys. It's uh, just two guys at a bar, yeah. two different ages, just having a drink. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all That's all I'm bringing this up for. You got to work out the stories here. I want y'all to, I want y'all to share experience of things that I go through sometimes because exactly. it's so interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to the Jamal. <laughs> shout over. out to all the Jamals. Over, man. Thanks guys. Oh, Thanks God. for staying for the nonsense. Appreciate y'all, man. We out.